Hi there, and welcome back to another episode of the Christine Wolf Podcast, offering tiny bites of inspiration for some of life's biggest challenges. I'm your host, Christine Wolf, and in this very special episode, coming to you from a rehearsal stage at Nichols Middle School in Evanston, Illinois, we're talking with a group of 6th, 7th, and 8th grade students who've written and produced a 30-minute show inspired by Jean Neary, author of Yummy, The Last Days of a South Side Shorty. The show's sponsors, among others, include the DJ Coleman Foundation, Peaceable Cities Evanston, Foundation 65, and the Evanston Citizen Police Academy Alumni Association. I caught up with the students after a recent rehearsal for an upcoming performance scheduled for Saturday, March 14th at 3 p.m. at Evanston's Levy Center. The students hope to share their message about violence in America, and it sounds like they're off to an incredible start. Let's begin with who these students are, then learn what inspired them to create a show about youth violence. Max Robertson. Josh Fengelstein. Sadie Real. Gabriella Dillis. Alex Nimrod. Michael Thomas. Jalen Williams. Chloe Cohn. Eli Savetta. Izzy Tortuga. Tabby Spearson. Ella Friedman. Celia Chambers. Dexter Benjamin. Dorothy Anderson. Mrs. Westfall. The Ripple Effect. The Ripple Effect. Now, um, I'm going to ask one volunteer in our circle here to describe what this production is all about. Um, This production is about, well, you guys might be informed about Yummy, Robert Yummy Sandifer. He was a 11-year-old boy who used to live in Roseland who shot and killed a girl named Siobhan Dane and was later shot and killed. So that's what we're, ba- we're telling the story through Yummy's perspective and how it affected everyone else around him. And why is this show so important right now? Well, it kind of tells kids about what the dangers are out in the world, and it kind of helps them know that they need to be careful around different neighborhoods and with other people, too. And what, what else does this show describe, actually? So it was something that seemed very interesting to know about and uh, how this could have really happened and why he did this in the first place and was just brought up by his community because his community was really bad. It was uh, really failing, which brought him to the point where you know he was in a gang and he shot an innocent person. And then he was shot himself? Yes. Did you have something to say? Um, well, there had, there have been very many shoot, uh, some shootings in Evanston, and this helps some people just um, learn what the effects of that of doing that is. Does anybody else want to add something? Um, it talks about gang violence, and gang violence is a big problem among middle schoolers and high schoolers that needs to be addressed. Well, I think that, like, if somebody was just talking and saying, oh, gang violence is bad, you shouldn't do it, and to a person that's actually in a gang, I don't think they would listen to them. I mean, if they're an adult, I think that they're just thinking they're, in, like, they're the ones that know what they should do. But I think coming from kids and what kids think might give a better impact on what, like, they're thinking. And some might not think that they really need to help with gang violence. Like, some might think it's more like what the media portrays is just sometimes sometimes a fight happens. Most of the time it's just 
I don't know, but th- this really portrays kind of the truth of the matter, so people can actually know what's going on. And what is the truth of the matter, um, in your opinion? Well, um, well, I'm thinking like is um, you know in movies or in music they usually depict a gay as you know people just hanging around I don't know having parties. And that really isn't a gang, basically. But, you know, the media, it says that's what it is. But really, gangs are, it's hard to describe, but, you know, there's a lot of shootings and things like that. And, yeah, I guess it's a, it's, um, so it would be really necessary now. And in Evanston, um, of course, because we have our problems, too. And, uh, yeah. I think what my friend is trying to say is that, um, the way gangs are port- portrayed on TV is different than the way they are portrayed in the streets. Like, gangs are pictured as people just hanging around and fighting and doing illegal stuff like drinking alcohol. But gangs are really a group, a group of certain people who are kind of, not I don't want to say ruin- ruining the community, but putting a bad impact on it. Why do you think people join gangs in the first place? What makes somebody, in your opinion, find a gang appealing? Um, people might want to join a gang because their um, home life is bad and maybe their school life is bad so they don't have like a group of friends or family that they can go to. So they go to the gang to try to get a family. Uh, the reason why this is mostly happening is because they have nothing really to do in their life. Uh, so they just go in a gang and they find them themselves more excited about the gang so they just start to continue it and you know can do illegal things but it's fun to them anyway because they're at least doing something in their lives yeah kind of to add on some people might find that it's somewhat cool to be in a gang uh well basically peer pressure like she said but yeah um and is somebody somebody in this group playing Yummy? Yes. Tell us your name again. My name is Michael Thomas. And how does it feel to play Yummy? Um, kind of feels that I'm taking on a big role because his life was, his home life, like um, my friend was saying, his home life was pretty bad. He didn't have his mother. His mother was in and out of jail. He didn't know his father. He was raised by his grandmother, I think, with four other children. And he wasn't really noticed. I think he wanted more attention. And so he went out in the gang, and he did those things that got him in trouble. And that's why I feel that I should take this role very seriously, because he, people portray him as a bad person, but on the inside, I think Robert would have been a good person, like, if he had the right people to race, race him, the right resources, yes. Do you feel he was misunderstood? Yes. That's got to be complicated to play. And how about everybody else's role in the productions? Um, well, we all play, we all try to uh, show the impact that his death and his, um, the person he shot and all that had on the community around him. And we show how that he didn't really feel wanted in most places besides the game. And um, he lived with, I think 20 other children in his grandmother's house. So no one knew when he was in or out of the house. Um, like Michael said, he didn't know his mother or father, and um, the police didn't really do enough to try and get him away from these influences that were making him 
join the gang and accidentally shoot a young girl. And um, we also show how that Yanni was a different person on the inside than what, um, he was when he was in the gang when he was trying to be tough. This is amazing. That you, how, what, what grade are most of you in? Seven, 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 how did you come up with the idea? Of, you read the book. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. And then we met the author. We met. Oh, and then you um, met the author. Yeah. Um, basically, the first time we started, we read the story. We had met G. Neary, um, and so we sort of improvised what we would do on stage and we would add on to that to make it um, a more powerful story. Um, like she was saying, the first steps we all had a piece of paper and a pen and we wrote down what we felt would fit into the play and we wrote down things that we think should be in the play, we wrote our lines and we just put that all into a very powerful play. On top of all that we also sort of improvised and played games to like shape them into the lines in our scripts for the play. And another thing we did for the final play is we wrote letters um, to sort of portray what other people in the scenario might have been feeling. Like we would write one letter as one character, we'd give it to another person and they'd write a letter and then we would get it back and write back and it kind of led to um, kind of a chain of letters in the final copy and it kind of shows what would have what might have been happening in other people's minds as this went on did that shape the way you felt about your own characters and the characters in the book another way we made the play was that Miss Westfall um, had a list of scenes that we should build, like, have a scene about. So we had, like, um, a scene where Yami gets shot, a scene where he shoots Siobhan, and we had to come up with different ways to represent each of the um, scenes. Was it a, a tough process to to yes. string all these scenes together? Or, yes. Yeah. Can I, do you mind if I ask Miss Westfall her feelings on the whole production and how has it been? Well, I think the thing that I think is really exciting is that they didn't adapt the book. So this is not the book put on stage. This is their uh, take on the book, or really the take on the historical event. And the thing that's so interesting about what they've done is all these multiple perspectives, because I think that's what makes the piece work. In one of our scenes, we're kind of, um, it's like a split-up scene. So there's, there's five sections. And it's the perspective of when, at first, Yummy was on the corner, and then when he shot Siobhan, and then got away. So that's one of the scenes, and then when he gets shot, it's a very emotional scene. It's like, you see it all collapse. Wow. 
can I ask you all to go around the circle and just say what this production means to you? Powerful. Meaningful. Important. Meant to be heard. Inspiring. Understanding. Um, I don't really know one word that could say this, but I feel like it's like something that's gonna spread across like what Yummy did. I feel like this play would help spread that. That it would help spread the 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 story about what happened, maybe the understanding. Breathtaking. Very compacted to a big big event put into a short story. It makes you realize what actually happened. Deep. Uh, truthful. Adjaprop. A warning. Wow. Well, thank you very much for sharing. And can somebody describe when your show will be appearing and if people want to come see it. Um, there is, the first um, performance is March 14th. And it starts at 3 p.m. at the movie center. If you guys want to add something else to that isn't a response to my questions. Well, I've, uh, I don't act in this play, but I was here for the entire time it was developed. And it's grown from just a few simple ideas to a really powerful play that um, uh, most of the kids take rather seriously or really seriously. Um, we also had to we had to build off of some of the ideas that weren't just from the book. We also had to get the story of Siobhan Dean across to the audience, even though that wasn't uh, told very much in the book itself. Um. Well, since we had the privilege of meeting the author of this novel, um, it sparked a few more ideas to help develop the play. You got to meet the author in person or see him in the... Oh, that too. Wow. They had lunch with him, actually. Really? Um, For some of the scenes, were much harder to, like, develop than others because we didn't really know how how, like, the life was that he was put in so it was hard to like overact it but not like not overact it but not underact it so did you just try to picture it as best you could yeah and try to just be the character um we actually at one point we actually had to do like some research um somebody had i think somebody had to call like the police station or something about information just to help with moving the play forward. This wasn't just reading lines and and putting them on paper. It was living and breathing and researching this production. Um, This play also raises the question about whether the problem is like having too many guns and that guns are too available or if people shouldn't be, or if it's the people and it's them who are shooting the guns. This play is, when we're doing it at the Levy Center, it will be founded by the Daja Komen um, Foundation, and we will be performing for them, and they will be letting people know how it really was, because their son was shot and killed in Edmonton, so they experienced it firsthand, so they should know how it feels. Um, 
in the play, we're actually playing more than one character for each of us. So, like, so it's kind of hard to, like, it's not hard, but we have to have different emotions for each character. Are you exhausted by the end? Sort of. I just came up with this idea for what the play's really about. I describe it as um, nature versus nurture. Like, why did Robert Yemi Sandifer shoot Shivandi? Was it because he was he lived in this environment that was like there were you know the gangs, or was it that you know his his upbringing wasn't that good, and you know it kind of brought him to do that? Well, one thing that me and my parents just talking about it, it wasn't really his intention to shoot Shivan; it was an accident. Well, he was aiming at another gang member. Yes. And he and Siobhan got in between them. Yes. So, I mean, we've really explored, is he culpable? And did he, was he responsible? I mean, yes, he yes. was shooting at someone. She just got in the way. Yes. So that is one thing that we've kind of explored. Do you think you'll take this experience with you throughout your lives? Yes. 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 Very powerful. Oh, yes. Knowledge. Do you think this experience will inspire others to maybe think about the perspective of someone else? Yeah. Yeah. You I hope so? so. I think the voice of this play will make it very far throughout the world because if you think about it, it some of this stuff happens every day. And it's not a thing that, oh my gosh, somebody somebody's like killing people. You see people killing people every other day. Not literally, but just say. And do you think, this is my last question, do you think that there will be a way for us as, as human beings to put an end to this cycle of violence? Do you think, no. you don't think so? I mean... Not entirely. We'd have to find no. it. would take a long time. I mean, I It would take a long time, you said? With every good, there's some bad. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you can't have just need to bad. Every person, every, need to learn how to every human being is their own person. So they can either choose to do right or choose to do wrong. So personal responsibility yes. is, is what's going to change it, you think? And also protection, I feel like. Better protection? I mean, yeah, exactly. Police forces pretty much. Uh, even though, you know, shootings are happening, we need, you know, more people to protect the, pe- the people who've done wrong so they can fe- face reality. We may like not be able to stop the killing entirely, but we can make it better. It really just depends on like if we can root out the people who are causing these problems and help them. Um, and some of the wrongdoings that are described in this production, um, they've been around for a long time, so it might be hard to sort of turn ourselves around as human beings and stop these, uh, some of these actions. Do you think the message you're sending out gives people, will give people hope that they can, they can help inspire personal responsibility to others? Yes. 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 I, I personally think what you're doing is um, amazing. And I think you should be extremely proud of yourselves for tackling such a complicated, complicated issue. Yes. This is actually really being noticed because, you know, here our middle school is, you know, going to perform uh, just for a middle school. And, you know, 
look what's ha how much has happened to us so far. I mean, right now we're on an interview, and also we've been known on the newspaper. So I think we made it, you know, it was a message that has been sent. Really. I, think, I think what you're experiencing right now is people listening to your voice. So I hope you all know that your voice is heard probably wider than you realized. Well, I, I would like to thank you all for being part of this podcast and for putting out so much effort on a topic that is so important to our entire country. So thank you very much. And thank you to the listeners for tuning in to the Christine Wolf podcast coming to you from Nichols Middle School in Evanston, Illinois. Listen to the sad story of Robert Yummy Sanford and Siobhan D. Distinguish right from wrong. Put others first. Think before you act. See the future. Dream big. Keep hope for a better future alive.